You've heard of the bright side. No one's ever gone blind by looking at things from the bright side. So don't be afraid to give it a try. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. Hey, how you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, this is the first episode of 2022. That's right. We're here. It's a new year. Put 2021 behind us. Forget about it. We have got a good one for you today. I'm going to introduce you to T.J. Cartwright. T.J. Cartwright, I met him on our Living with a Disability page over at www.famousapple.com forward slash group. That's our group page on Facebook, Living with a Disability. This is where I met T.J. T.J. has a wild story. A number of years ago, he was shot in the face with an arrow in a hunting accident, and he survived. But unfortunately, he went blind. Now, T.J. thought that he his life was over. He loved to be out in nature. He loved to be out in the woods. He loved to take his wife and kids camping and hunting and fishing, hiking, doing picnics, just spending as much time out in nature as he possibly could with his family. And he thought his life was over because he went blind. He's thinking to himself, like probably like you're thinking, how can a blind guy go out and enjoy nature again? Well, let me tell you something. TJ is an inspiration. And through the love of his family and his friends, he was able to get back up on his feet And not only go out and enjoy nature again, TJ, even though he's blind, he's actually going out and hunting. That's right. He's still hunting. And that's where the name The Blind Hunter comes from. He has a website called theblindhunter.org that chronicles all of this. And it's amazing. He's amazing. He's an amazing man. You'll be inspired by him because... You don't have to be blind to be inspired by him. Just to have the get up and go, to have the courage to do what you want to do, this man embodies it. And, well, you're going to hear it yourself because I'm not going to fluff this up a lot. I want you to sit back, relax, because I want to introduce you to T.J. Cartwright, the Blind Hunter. Like I told you, I'm here today with T.J. Cartwright. He's also a member of our our board, our our discussion board, Living with a Disability. But he's much more than that. He's got his own business. He's got his own website. This guy is amazing. And I want you to talk to him. I want you to listen to him. Listen to what he has to say about the outdoors. So without further ado, how you doing today, T.J.? I'm doing good. How about you? Um, I'm freezing up here. I'm freezing. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I bet. I bet. It's like eight degrees out this morning, 
And uh, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's still it's pretty cold here in Idaho too. It's pretty cold. Oh my god, I I feel like a popsicle. That's that's oh, what I feel oh, like. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, now you're you're an outdoors guy. Do do you go? Do you out hiking and hunting and all that in this kind of cold weather? In the colder weather, um, I don't really do the hiking as much. During the winter time, I usually spend my time hunting geese and uh, ducks. Those are that's that's my biggest passion is I love hunting geese and ducks. From where your living room? Because I wouldn't go. <laughs> no. I wouldn't go outside in this. No, it's not bad. We actually, me and my cousin, we have it's called an A-frame blind, uh, and so it's kind of like a blind you just sit in and then you stand up and shoot, but it's con- it's concealed, so we can actually put a a buddy heater in it, so we sh- we stay pretty warm. When I was when I was young, I used to go hunting with my father, and I never I never did this. Well, I shouldn't say that. When we went big game hunting, it was freezing out, but we went out in the morning. We came back in the evening. But you know, now at this age, if I had to go out and sit in a blind, I want a TV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I had a buddy that took me out ice fishing one time, and uh, he says, "We'll just walk out on we'll just walk out on the ice." And I was like, are you crazy? Look at the size of me, and that's ice, and we're going to walk out there. And he has this whole sled, and he's dragging it out on the ice. And this is up in uh, Lake Tobihanna in Pennsylvania. We get out there, and he has a pop-up tent that you sit in, and then he proceeds to take out an auger. I said, you're yeah. going to cut a hole in the ice with me standing on it. Now, at the time, I weighed something like 210 pounds. I'm thinking to myself, I'm 210 pounds. And you're cutting a hole in the ice. I said, I'm going back to to sit in the car. I'm not doing. I'm not going to be out here for this. But yeah, he, it gets bad. It gets bad when the uh, ground starts shaking and making noises too. I, <laughs> I, 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 I'll tell you right now, you won't ever see the blind hunter ice fishing. I hate ice fishing. <laughs> ice fishing is one of my. I yeah, I do not. I don't like ice fishing at all. I I don't like anything that I got to go on the ice and cut a hole in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, went out with, I went out with my dad, and I'm the same way. I'm pretty heavy, and we were out there, and I just hear, you just hear the ice going, boom. Yeah. Boom. The, the and I'm cracking. like, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, and then, then on top of it, to put up the blind, oh, the blind, the, to put up the tent, and then take out a space heater? What are you, nuts? Yeah. <laughs> to warm up the ice? Yeah, yeah. It makes no, yeah, that makes no sense to me either. It's funny. And I just kept on looking down at it, and I'm thinking to myself, this is a deep lake. I don't want yeah. to find the bottom. Yeah, it's funny. No. But, no, so now you have a website. You have a website that you that you promote uh, yeah. outdoor activities on. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm jumping all over the board here because I'm kind of excited talking to you. But yeah. let, let's start right from the beginning. Let's just explain. Now, you're blind. Yes. And that happened through a hunting accident. Yes. Now, how do you hunt being blind? Okay. So, um, the way I, I, I'm the majority, of, so when I deer hunt, uh, the two deer that I have shot since I've been blind, I've done it with my grandpa's crossbow that he gave me, um, my grandpa passed away about eight, nine years ago. I've been blind for eight years. And when he passed away, he actually left me his crossbow 
in his wheel. And it was kind of amazing because at first I was like, oh, I'm never going to use this because I have, you know, no disability. I don't have no reason to use this, but I'll keep it, you know. So I kept it in my closet for a year and then my accident happened and then I went blind and my dad was like, that's kind of perfect. You could use grandpa's crossbow. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, how am I, there's no way I'm going to kill a deer with a crossbow dad being blind. There's just, there's just no way. And then me and my cousin got shooting together. Uh, he helped me shoot my crossbow. He kind of just gets behind my shoulder and looks down my red dot sight on my crossbow. Mm-hmm. And he lines me up and I just shoot and we got pretty good at hitting the target pretty good. And he's like, well, let's try it. And, so in Utah, you can get a shooting, shooting from a vehicle permit, and you can actually hunt early in Utah with a disability. And so we went out early and uh, took the crossbow, and he just, we set up, and the first deer I shot was at about 30, yard, 30 yards, and he lined me up right on it, and it was a nice five-point, pretty big deer, one of the biggest deer I shot in my life, actually. And, uh, yeah, he just lines, lines me up, puts the dot on it and I pull the trigger. Unbelievable. Yep. And I shot the deer. And then after that, I actually got put on, uh, kslnews.com. It's in Utah. Um, so if you, you can actually go to my website too, and there should be a link to that and you can click on the link to that also and watch the KSL news, uh, me on the news talking about my deer hunt and stuff and we'll definitely put a link to that in in the show notes for this so you can go see that yeah that's amazing all right so we know you've been you've been blind for eight nine years how long have you been hunting oh i've been hunting my whole life since i basically could start walking so three so i've been hunting for 20 plus years so have you have you you're 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 like me my dad sorted me out very young yeah yeah, and it was always important to him that I knew about firearms and uh, the you know nature and all this other stuff. And I always liked it. I like everything about nature, to be honest with you. But I'm limited now because of the wheelchair going into nature. But I love everything about nature. And- oh, so that's what I was going to tell you. If your disability is like you don't have your legs, I've heard. Cause I'm on the 306 disabled hunters in in Idaho, uh-huh. and uh, they I hear people talking on their paraplegics and all that, talking about that they go and kill an elk and they went and killed an elk deer, all this stuff, and they use this. Uh, it's a, a four wheel drive. They call it a four wheel drive wheelchair. So it it's got like the paddles on it, and it it goes. I guess it goes everywhere. Well, that's what they they had. It's interesting you said. I was looking at one not too long ago. Uh, uh-huh. th- there's a there's a wheelchair that actually has uh, treads on it, track like a like a yeah, tank. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> it's really super cool. It is, but it's also super expensive. Oh yeah, the, yeah, oh yeah, they're way expensive. Uh, yeah, I've looked at them. They're yeah, they're pretty pricey. But I've heard people that get get them, and they say, "Oh man, it changes your life." It oh, just... without a doubt. And I mean, I live in I live in the upstate New York, and I have a couple of acres here. Right now, I, I actually I just two weeks ago received a new a new power chair. I I seen the price on that, and I can only that's what made me look at the one with the treads just uh-huh. to see how much they are. Please, yeah, they're expensive. To have both chairs, it's worth it's worth more than me. <laughs> yeah, it's more than your house. <laughs> more than my, more than me. 
period. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that would be my whole my whole financial portfolio would be two wheelchairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I agree. Now, do you get out? Do you get out and do any camping? Oh yes, I I camp as much as I can. Um, when I first went blind, I didn't do as much as the outdoors and stuff because I kind of, when I got in my accident, I kind of thought that my hunting, camping, fishing life was kind of over. I didn't really think I could do any of that anymore. And then my dad, you know, told me, you can do anything you want. You just got to do it. We just got to figure out ways you can do it. So we figured out, you know, the phone scope for my rifle so I can shoot a rifle. Mm -hmm. um, of course you can actually fish all you need to do is throw a pull out so that's basic and camping of course I can still go out I just got to be more careful when I'm outdoors sure where I'm walking and stuff like that but as far as camping yeah I love I love to go camping we we try to we try to do it as much as we can we haven't done it much lately like this summer we didn't do it that much but um, I get my other kids that live in Utah uh, for one month out of the summer so I try to do basically a lot with them when they come so and they don't really like the they're my kids I trust me they're my kids but they don't, <laughs> they don't like the camping thing really as much as I do so isn't that isn't that kind of disturbing Wait. yeah kind of, well nowadays nowadays it's different too kids are so much consumed with their uh, video games video and games. stuff like that so. yeah they'll go on they'll go on video games and shoot shoot criminals and Shoot yeah. everybody else, but God forbid they go out in nature. But yeah, that, yeah. that's what that's like. Man, I just bought, I had bought uh, for, one, for one of my nephews, I bought him a motorcycle. No, not a motorcycle, a quad. And I thought that was the greatest thing since iced tea. I think he's used, uh, oh, yeah. I think he's used it four times. He's more involved with computers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's, the, that's the way my oldest son is. He's 13 and he... He he loves to go he loves to go hunting with me like he'll go with me and stuff mm -hmm. but he's more consumed with his uh, Fortnite and yeah well, stuff I, like that but I tell you I, real quick I, when my daughter when my daughter was very young one thing one thing about me I always wanted a go kart when I was a kid so maybe I'm living vicariously through my daughter uh -huh. but uh -huh. I figured well she you know she was eleven. And my wife said I was wrong. But I'm thinking to myself, when I was 11, I was old enough. So I went out and I started looking for go-karts. And at the time, we lived in Pennsylvania. So to find a place that sold go-karts, it wasn't that easy. So I seen one. Some guy was selling it. And he says, it's brand new. Still got the tags on it. So I drive out to his house in Scranton. And there's the go-kart. Brand new. Plastic still on the seat. There's even a bow on the steering wheel. And now this is in, like, July. He says, mm -hmm. I bought it for my son for Christmas. And he explains to me, he says, I had it in the driveway. It was sitting there. I told him, come on out. Look what I got you. And he comes out. He looks over the railing of the porch. He looks down. There's the go-kart all shiny and bow and everything on the steering. And he goes, yeah, that's nice. Went back inside and played his video games. Kid never, <laughs> never drove it. Never drove it. Yeah, that yeah, that would make me a little irritated. So he said that he he said come the summer. He says I needed the space in my shed. He says so. See, my kids are a little opposite on that. If I get if I give them a four wheeler or or some or a go kart like that, they'll ride that all day long. They'll forget the video games. But uh, 
with the hunting stuff though my son's more of the age where he's just getting to be able to be the age to hunt right to actually hunt legally and so uh he's getting into it now but before he kind of wasn't because his idea was kind of the way i thought when i was younger if i don't get to shoot something then i don't really want to go so i i understand that when you're a young kid you don't want to go and freeze your butt off and not shoot nothing that's kind of boring yeah this is this is true but he he does he, he they they go camping with me when I when we when we go and stuff they do have fun but the majority of the time they'd rather be playing their video games. <laughs> no, sure, that's just the way it is now. But yeah, I love getting out out in nature and now when you go camping, do you tent camp or you you have a camper? So I don't actually. Me and my wife are looking into getting a camper right now. Oh, yeah. But as of as of right now, we usually go. That's why we usually go in the summertime. Mm-hmm. Is because it's warmer. So we normally just tent it. What uh, what kind of what kind of tent do you have? Is, is it um, a two person, four person, ten person? It's actually a ten man tent. Ten man? Really? Yeah. So it's a, yeah. So it's a big tent. It's a big one. We we bought it for like five hundred bucks. It was pretty expensive, but we kind of figured we have a bigger family. And if we all go and we want to have room to put uh, a buddy heater in it if we need it. So yeah, we kind of got us a bigger one. A 10-man, is it $500? Isn't that expensive for a 10-man tent? No, for yeah, it was actually a pretty good price for the, and, the size that we got. And where did you get that, at Cabela's? I actually did get it at Cabela's, yeah. So now you have a link on your site to Cabela's that they could go and take a look at that. Yeah, so if anybody's watching this or whatever and you want to order something off Cabela's, uh, you can go to my website, theblindhunter.org. It'll have a Cabela's link. You just click on the Cabela's link and you can shop various items. There's tents, uh, bows, rifles, shotguns, decoys, uh, duck calls, goose calls. There's everything on there that you can just go on there and click on there and uh, buy whatever you want off Cabela's. It's really cool. You can you can get all the toys that the blind hunter has. <laughs> he has. Yeah, a... yeah. You can use all the stuff that I use. His wife goes Christmas shopping at, at Cabela's for him. That's... Whoa, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. You know, I tell my wife, it's funny that you say that because I tell my wife every year, I say, all I want for Christmas and my birthday, because my birthday my birthday's in December, so my birthday and Christmas are very close. Mm-hmm. So I tell her every time, that all, every year I want for uh, Christmas and uh, my birthday is I want decoys. decoys. Are you serious? That's all you want every year? Yep, every year. That's all I want, decoys. Let's see. There you go. So you can. You... And she, you can go yeah, on sure. on his site and buy decoys for your birthday too. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, go yeah, go go whenever you want some more decoys. Just say, hey, honey, you know, go let's go to that website and click that link. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He get he gets decoys under the tree in his stocking. He gets duck calls. You know, he he gets it all all from Cabela's, and you yeah, can do Cabela's, the same thing. Yep, yeah, Cabela's yeah. is a really. Cabela's is a really good sporting goods store to go to. I, I really, I buy majority. I buy do buy some stuff from Sportsman's, but the majority of the stuff I do hunt with and use is all from Cabela's. I love Cabela's. Cabela's is is an amazing store. That they huge. I know. Oh yeah. When I lived down south, when I lived in South Carolina, that that was the first time I seen a Cabela's or the uh, it was um, Cabela's. Yeah. The outdoor, the outdoor store, whatever you want to call it. It was Cabela's. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing. 
It's absolutely oh, yeah. And um, they do the they do the they they have shipping. They ship right to your house. You yeah. can, except except for firearms. You can't buy firearms yeah. through mail. But everything um, everything I, I, I'm not don't quote me on this, but I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure you can still ship muzzle orders. I'm pretty sure. If you really? buy a muzzleloader from Cabela's, I'm pretty sure they can. I, I might be wrong on that, so you might want to double check, but I'm pretty sure they can ship muzzleloaders because I don't think a muzzleloader is considered a firearm. Wow. But I could be wrong on that, but you'd but, have to check. <laughs> but when you go into when you go into a Cabela's, it's like going into a candy store for for you know for for someone that's an outdoor enthusiast because it's not just guns or fishing rods; it's everything else. It's all the the supplies. Oh, they have everything. Camo. They have food. They they have yeah. everything there. Well, MREs. If you if you're in the service, you, you might want to stay away from that. The yeah. those MREs. That yeah you know, yeah. Just add water. It tastes like chicken. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you're with and if you if you're like me and you have two little kids, they you take your kids there. They love the there's the fishing tanks, the aquarium. I was going to say that they had the, the big uh, indoor lake or whatever it is in there. At Christmas time, they blow it out. They do they do some job. Oh, yeah, they have Christmas Santa, Santas there and everything. Yeah. But you know, your dad sounds like a very wise man when he told you <laughs> when he told you you can still do it. See, that's the whole point of this podcast is people still being able to do things, even though you have a disability. Now, one thing that you wrote on the Living with a Disability page that struck me is that you know you're waiting for someone to give you a chance that's what you recently you wrote that as, as disabled people and i think you notice know you don't have to wait for someone to give you a chance if you were waiting for someone to give you a chance you would have never made this website you would have never taken the steps that you've taken to go out and get back into hunting you're 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 facing the obstacles that you have to face and you're getting around them. Yeah, you have to do it yourself too also. And you are. Um, but there is some things in life that you have to that some people do need to help you like I can, I can, like you said I've done the blind hunter stuff. I've done everything I can to try to make a little bit of money and do what I can for my family. Sure. But as far as I do still need some help from other people, like people to say, okay, he's blind, but yeah, he could do this. I could see him doing this and then give me a job or something like that. And I, I have worked since I've been blind, but it's just been sign holding jobs. I've been holding signs and stuff, which, you know, it's just a little bit of extra money. So it's, it's nice. Right. But, but um, yeah, but you're, but you're still out there yet. Yeah? And it, it's all baby steps. I mean, it's terrible. Like you, most of us, we got hurt during our life. We, I mean, a lot of people are disabled from birth, but we got hurt during our lifetime, during our, our adulthood or whatever. Yeah. So it, it, it's a big change going from working every day. Like me, I never took a sick day in my life, ever. Never took mm -hmm. a sick day until the, the day I got hit by a truck. Yeah, <laughs> and wow. after that, it's been one long sick day. But yeah. it, it was a big change. And for you, I'm sure it's a big change. You know, oh, yeah. going from being out there and producing and being the family breadwinner and this, that, and the other thing. I went through all of these changes in my in my head to the point that I almost exploded. And then trying yeah. to get back onto track. And the whole thing the whole thing that, that, that it is is you have to realize 
You're not in this position because you want to be. If you had a choice, this would have never happened, and you'd still be doing whatever you were doing before the accident, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what everybody always asks me. Everybody always asks me, what's the one thing that you wish you could see again? And I tell everybody, you know, well, besides the, the main fact that, I mean, it's obvious I'd love to see my beautiful wife and I'd love to see my kids. That's the number one right. thing I'd love to see. But outside of that, the number one thing I tell everybody that I miss seeing the most is a group of geese just coming right in, locked up and coming into my decoys. That's the biggest thing I I miss seeing in my life is just a bunch of geese just coming right into my decoys. That's, yeah, I miss that probably the most here's the other thing here now here's the flip side of that you were able to see that you you did yeah. see that you yeah had, yeah you had it that's what yeah that's what i'm saying that's what makes it hard not seeing it now <laughs> yeah well it makes it hard not seeing it now but yeah. at least you did see it at some yeah. point in your life yeah that's true you know there, there's there's some people that have never seen anything don't know what you're talking about you know people that were born blind say that have no idea what you're talking about yeah, yeah. You know, they can only go by what someone else described to them. So you're a step ahead of them. And that's what yeah, I always say. True. Things can always be worse. No matter what way you look at it, things can always be worse because there's someone else somewhere wishing that they were in your position. Yeah. And, you know? And that's why I said your dad is very wise because he said, you can still do it. You just got to change the way you're doing it. And you're doing that. So you got to... What's that? If it wasn't from... If it wasn't for my dad's, if it wasn't for my dad's, what my dad has taught me in my life, I would probably be dead now just because when I, my accident happened, as soon as I got shot, the only thing I kept thinking in my head is what would my dad do? What would my dad do? Mm -hmm. And then I was like, okay, first thing my dad would do is get someplace safe where he knows an ambulance is going to come, you know? Right. So we walked a couple mountainsides and got to the road. And I just walked straight to the road and just sat in the middle of the side of the road, basically, and just waited for the ambulance to come. But if I would have never had that knowledge that, you know, what would my dad do? I probably would have sat there panicked and just sat there and Bled just out. died. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's what I said. Your, your dad, dad sounds like a wise man. And he gave you wise advice then. And he's giving you wise, wise advice now. Just. Things that you have to do. Things that you want to... You can do anything that you want to do. That's that's the whole point. No matter what you want to do in life, you can do still. And you're not a disabled person. That's that's one thing that people have to get out of their mind. You know, there is no such thing as a disabled person. If yeah, you, if you I agree. There's such a thing as a person with disabilities. Yes. But there is absolutely no such thing as a disabled person. Because if you're a disabled person, go put yourself in a box and bury yourself. There's no sense. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you cannot do so, stuff, then why even be here? You know. Right. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent Everybody, everybody, everybody in life has some sort of disability. Maybe our disabilities are a little bit larger than other people's disabilities, but everybody has a disability. And what you're doing is phenomenal, actually, to me. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you because you you sat down and you said, "All right, I'm blind." I know other people that are blind that have sat down there. They've kind of given up hope and then they come back and they, a big thing for them is that they're able to read. And that's a big, that's big for them. That's, that's great. And I think that's great. You've taken it a step further. You went beyond, well, I can read. Now I can put out a website and now I can tell people how to, how to be able to enjoy the outdoors with a, with a visual disability, which is a big thing. 
Pe- yes. People that have a visual disability believe that everything is done. Would you have thought before your accident that someone who was blind could still enjoy the outdoors? Yeah, that's one thing I always talk to my wife about is I, before I went blind, I never even thought about blind people hunting or, I mean, yeah, I've naturally, I've thought about people that can't walk and stuff. I've thought about that, but I don't know why, but when I could see, I never, ever thought of a blind person hunting or, I mean, if you came up to me and said, Hey, what would you think about this blind person hunting? I'd probably be like, uh, that doesn't sound safe. Yeah. I want to stay behind them. That don't sound, (laughs) that don't sound safe to me. But what a lot of people don't understand is that's why I told you the way I hunt because I hunt with somebody always helping me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not just going out there with a gun and just shooting, you know. Right. I, I have somebody aim for me. I have somebody help me tell me when I'm shooting. I have somebody always there constantly. And, like, when I go duck and goose hunting, I just mainly point and shoot. I hear the geese and I just point and shoot. But I know which directions I'm shooting in. I, I've hunted my whole life, so I know not to shoot past 10 and 2. Right. And then uh, I always, I'm always, if you ask any of the people I hunt with, they will tell you, I'm always constantly saying, Hey, where's everybody at? Where's, where's everybody? You know, I'm always making sure I know where everybody is at all times. Sure. And I tell everybody, if you're going to go out and check the decoys or move the decoys or uh, go pick up a goose or whatever, just let me know that you're in front of me. Just let me know that you're going to do those things. So just so I know. Sure. And so I'm always, so I, people's told me a hundred times they'd rather hunt with me than a lot of other people because I'm a lot more safe than anybody they've hunted with. And part of my safety is because of naturally because of my dad and what I've been taught as a kid. I'm just, I'm a very safe person. I try to be as safe as I can. And that's what I want everybody to know that looks at my website is Yes, you're blind, visually impaired, disabled, but you can still get out there. You can you can still go hunting. You can still do what you love in the outdoors, and but you also got to be smart and safe about it also. Well, that's one of the things that impressed me about your website because you opened the door to people with disabilities, not just blind people, but uh-huh. to to everybody, people like myself, yeah. people people who have hearing Hearing loss is another thing because oh, yeah, that's sure. a that's frightening to be in nature and get maybe displaced, maybe get lost and be deaf. That again, that's that's frightening. But you've opened yeah, the door. Scary. You've opened the door to people with with disabilities to let them know that you're still able to go into nature and enjoy nature, enjoy what nature has to offer. And that's what impressed me about your website. Yeah. That, that's what impresses me about you. That's what impresses me about you, because you're not just sitting back. You're looking to, you're looking to share your experience with other yeah. people, and your experience is what's going to help teach other people how to be safe. See, yeah. you're a wealth of information because you've been doing this for so long, and now you're doing it with a disability. You're a wealth of information for other people who might be afraid, but may be encouraged by you to go out there and take that first step and say, maybe maybe they won't go out in the woods. Like, I mean, like, you're like Tarzan. You're going out in the woods and you're, yeah, you're hunting yeah, big yeah, game. Yeah. But you may, be, yeah. you, you may be encouraging someone to take that first step, maybe to go into a, a nature preserve or, or, or a park 
and yeah, just, just be comfortable and go, even just if you want to go out camping i mean you shouldn't be afraid even especially if you're blind or visually impaired i understand how scary that is trust me uh going from seeing my whole life and then not being able to see that's number one thing why i was so scared to go camping again is just because i was how am i going to be camping i'm going to be outside it's going to be scary i mean what if a a bear attacks me or you know something like that it, it is I, I agree with everybody it's super scary it is being blind but knowing the way i do now i go camping because i'm always with my family i always have somebody there with me i'm not ever alone uh it's that's part of camping in its in its own sense anyways to go out with family and have a good time and have fun so if you're always with somebody constantly right you and, can have a good yeah a good time. So, well, you yeah. shouldn't. You should. You, actually, you should never go camping on your own. You know. Yeah. You yeah. should never go in the woods on your own. You should always have the buddy system, whether you can see or not see, or you're perfectly yeah. able-bodied or not. You should always have you know. a buddy with you. But yeah. what I'm saying, what I'm getting at though, is you're give you're encouraging people. You're giving them the encouragement to go out and explore. Maybe what they thought that they lost forever. Whether, yeah. whether they're blind, deaf, dumb, whether they're crippled or whatever, you're giving them that encouragement. And that, to me, that, that impresses me so much. And again, that's what makes you such a, a viable part of living with a disability, makes you a viable part of the podcast, is that you're encouraging people. You're not, you're not one of these people that are sitting back going, woe is me, you know, I lost everything, I can't do anything, and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Honestly, I, I feel bad for people like that, but I, I really don't have all that much respect. Everybody has their right to a pity party. Everybody. Yeah. And I'll be the first one to, to join the pity party with you. But there comes a time when the party has to end and you have to be able to stand up and say, okay, now what? But there's some people that let their pity party li last a lifetime. Yeah. And you, yeah, exactly. you know, I'm sure when, you, when this first happened to you, I know when it first happened to me. I hated the world. I oh, me too. Yeah. I despised everybody. I thought my life was over. I can't tell you. I, but then it, there comes a time where, after a while, that 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 got old to me, and I said, "What? Am, I got to do something now. What am I going to do?" And I'm sure that's what happened with you. You 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 went through it. You you you're entitled to go through it. It's a it's a life changing event that happened to you. So you're entitled to go through it. But after a while, you sit there and go, all right, I'm better than this. And you came up with the website. You're talking, you're talking about people being able to get back out there. You're showing them there's obstacles. Damn, being blind and going into, the, into the, the woods and nature and everything, that's a big obstacle. That's a huge yeah. obstacle. Yeah. But you've, you're managing to show people, look, there's an obstacle there, but you can either go around it go over it, go under it, but some way you're going to get past it and you're going to enjoy nature again. And that's what you're doing. And I, I commend you for that. I really yeah. do. Your, your website is an, is an important website for people. Yeah, I, that's what I want it to be. I just want it to be inspirational. I actually got a, when I lived in Utah, when I first started The Blind Hunter, mm -hmm. I got a call from this guy and he he's like, hi, it's just TJ. I'm like, yeah, and we started talking. And uh, so he has a sister that actually just went blind about three years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's the kind of person like I was. She always hunted, always did all that stuff. And 
when she went blind, she's like, oh, my, my, basically thought what I did. My hunting life's over, blah, 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 blah. And then she uh, stumbled upon my blind hunter website and she got on it and seen the new story of me shooting my deer and all that stuff. And he said it inspired her so much that she actually went and bought her a crossbow and she's putting it, she was putting in for the deer hunt this year. And that is, that is what my website's about. That's that it. right there, that right there is what, why I made the blind hunter okay. is to make people realize they can still do it. They can still go out. They just got to do it and have the wheel and just do it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's, that goes for every part of your life. Okay. Yeah. That goes for every part of your life here. I, now I lost, I lost a leg. I'm, I only have one leg now. Okay. I was a truck driver. I, I drove I, okay. I drove one of the big trucks. I rode motorcycles across the country, and uh, to lose a leg, how, how am I ever going to how am I ever going to be able to drive? Plus, on top of that, a couple of heart attacks, a couple of strokes, and all this other. But driving was my life. Well, yeah. After a while, I said, "Well, I'm I'm not giving up driving," and I drive today. I have to drive. Yeah, that- I have to drive an automatic, but I drive. And yeah, but still, yeah, but still, stuff like that. That's what's inspirational. Everybody always tells me that I'm an inspiration, but there's people like you, like what you just said. That to me is that's that's a superhero to me. No, it's not. I think that's I think that's amazing that you driving was your life, and you, you like I agree with you. You lose a leg, you're like, how is that going to happen again? And then you just say, no, I'm not going to let this control me, and then you just do it. And I I think you're a superhero that's awesome that's what that's that's how i feel about you that's you know and everyone has it in them every but believe me when i tell you this everybody has it in them if they reach down deep down far enough and i see it on the i see it on on our website a lot where people who have just they've seemingly lost everything and they're they're climbing their way back there's a lady on there melanie she spent i don't know how long in a coma and she's back, and she's back hiking. She's not doing 100% of everything she used to like to do, but she's doing it. But she's yeah. back there, and she's doing it, and she's out there. She she amazes me. There's yeah. a, a number of people on that website that amaze me. And that's what that website's about. You know, you go to some of these disability websites, and I tell you what, there's one. I, I go to a number of them just to keep up with what's going on. And Mm -hmm. there's some that I go to and I read them and I want to put an ice pick in my ear just (laughs) because these people, they, they 24 hours a day, seven days a week, they're moaning and groaning and there's never any progress. Never. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's why, that's why I started my website is to just, I don't want the negativity. And I try, I try, I naturally try to tell people if you get on my website, don't, I understand everybody has the opinion that blind people shouldn't hunt. Blind people are unsafe. I, I understand. And trust me, I understand their reasoning behind that because I, like I said before, I think of a blind person hunting. Yeah, that's not, that don't sound safe to me, but what people don't understand is people like me that I've hunted my whole life and I've been able to see 23 years of my life. And then I lose my eyesight. I still know how to handle a rifle. I still know where I'm shooting. I mean, like I told you, I go out with a, a person that helps me. My cousin usually helps me. 
I always have someone there to tell me what I'm not just going out there and shooting random stuff, you know. But you so know, you know what bothers me sometimes with people with disabilities, with the other people look at us and they say, like you, they look at you and they say, "Oh my God, he's blind and he's going to shoot something." I mean, yeah. you, you know what? You lost your eyesight, okay? You yeah. didn't lose your mind. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I tell. That's what I tell people. I say I, I that's what I tell people. I say I, I might be blind, but I'm not dumb. Right, exactly. You you lost, yeah. you lost your eyesight. Doesn't make you stupid. Yeah, yeah. It, it just means you lost your eyesight. And I see that I see that daily with, with people I talk to. Someone has a stroke, and you know when you lose your voice and you have a stroke, all of a sudden you sound like you, you not to be funny, but you sound like you're drunk 24 hours a day. The only... or, you sound like, or you sound like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Right, exactly. All right. Yeah, but... I had too many. I had too many strokes in my accident too. So yeah, I know all about that too. But it doesn't mean you're stupid. It means you have you have a disability with your voice. Yeah. With your you yeah. know, so you can still think. And people just people look at people with disabilities and they think that oh they have you know you have a bad arm or you're you're blind or you're you're missing a leg. Poor you. But that means somehow. Our mental ability is diminished because of a physical disability. That doesn't make yeah, sense. Because of, yeah, yeah. And you're a perfect. You're you're the living example of that. All right. So you lost your eyesight. Big deal. I mean, it is a big deal. Don't get me wrong. But you lost yeah. your eyesight. That doesn't mean that you lost your mind. Doesn't mean yeah. that, that you you've lost all the knowledge that you've accumulated over the year. It just yeah. means you lost your eyesight. You're still yeah. TJ, the guy before the before the the accident. If someone cut their finger, does that make them stupid? No. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's very true. You know, so I mean, it's a it's a bad maybe it's a bad comparison, but it's not. You had an accident, you lost your eyesight. Somebody cuts their hand, they lost the use of their hand for a little bit. Does it make them? You know, less intelligent. Yeah like, like, yeah, like you. You lost your leg, but does that make you dumb enough not to know how to drive a vehicle? Right. Does you that know? make me a bag of rocks because I lost the leg? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think it yeah. does. Well, maybe I might have been a bag of rocks before that too, but I don't know. I actually, I actually lived when I when I could see. I actually lived in Price, Utah, and my one of my na across the street neighbors. He actually had one. He had one leg too, uh -huh. and um, he would come out and he'd play basketball with us. He oh, was yeah. actually really. He was actually really fast, and he it was it was it was amazing watching him. It it really truly was. It was. Right. It was truly amazing. Uh, that that's watching stuff like that and seeing stuff like that that inspires me and that makes me motivated to know I might be blind, but like you said, I might be blind, but there's always somebody out there that has it worse. There's that's somebody. Right. There's always some. The, that's the way you got to think about it. There's always somebody out there that has it a little worse than you do. That's uh, it. Uh, with everybody in the world. That's it. That, that's how I always close out the podcast, that no matter how bad you think it is, there's somebody right now, somewhere, that wishes they were in your position. Yeah, exactly. You know, and people people actually people actually got on me for saying that, saying, what are you saying? Why are you saying that? You're, you're, you're hurting people's feelings. No, I'm not. It's just that when you're thinking that you have it the worst, somebody has it worse than you. Yeah. And And somebody has it worse than them somewhere. And it goes on and on and on. It's like, People have to realize that we have a disability. It's not the end of the world. And yeah. you are a shining star when it comes to proving that. I yeah. mean, I can't think of, 
you, you're right up there. I interviewed a fellow. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's an inspirational speaker. His name is Chad Forster. And if you get a chance, look him up on YouTube. This, okay. He lost his eyesight when he was a teenager through a disease. Mm-hmm. He was the first person to graduate from Harvard Business School blind. First blind graduate of Harvard Business School. Funniest guy in the world. Now, he went through the whole thing like we were talking about the pity party. He was mad at the world and mm-hmm. on and on and on. Well, but he overcame it and did that. That's that's a superhero to me. That's cool. Well, and that's what a lot of disabled people they there's just a bunch of superheroes in this world that exact, people don't realize. That's exactly the point I was just getting at. There are so many people out there that are are strong and they're they're people to be to be looked up to. Really, like you, you're somebody that people can look up to and say, "Wow, if TJ can do this, and he's blind, well." I'm missing a limb. I'm missing an arm. If he can do it and he's blind, I can try it. Yeah. Or I'm missing one eye, or I'm blind in one eye from a, an accident at work. If he can do it, I can do it. I have one eye. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he can do it with no eye, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. and that's what I mean. Before, before my accident, I always never thought of. That's why I always use that reference, superheroes, because when I was a younger kid, my superheroes were my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Just because my dad worked, my dad worked a hundred hours every two weeks, or he always worked and put food on the table, made sure I played baseball and and basketball, and did all the stuff I loved to do as a kid because he worked his butt off for me. In my opinion, that was a superhero to me. And then my mom was my superhero because she took care of us, raised six kids, uh, made sure we had food on the table every day, uh, made sure the house was clean. That, in my mind, that was a superhero. I never thought of people people with disabilities as superheroes because I was never in that situation and I never was around people right. with disabilities. But when, since I went blind, I've just realized in my mind that almost every – unless you're like the people that you talk about, like the people that just go, oh, poor pitiful me, I'm not going to do nothing. Those kind of people, that's – I mean you're working through your own stuff and I, I, I'm not judging you because I understand that. I've been through that. I've been through that what, that that part of my life where I was thinking the, I would hate the world and everything like that. But it's the people that go – the disabled people that go above that and – people like you that you couldn't you lost your legs and then you could still drive that to me that's a superhero and like me doing the blind hunter stuff and wanting to inspire people to get out and go hunting even though you're disabled to me that's a superhero i you know i realize there's all sorts of superheroes out there but i realize that, that there's a lot of disabled people out there that are my superheroes exactly exactly and that's that's the one thing that People have to. I want people to realize, and I want I want the disabled people to realize they are the superheroes. Mm-hmm. You know, too too many times people feel down on them. They lose their their self confidence. Some people lose their self respect. You have more reason to be confident because you're do you're working twice as hard as anyone else just to get by in life. Yeah. And if if that if that doesn't build self respect within you, I don't know what will. To yeah. Know, to, that, that- Absolutely right. To know that you're working, you're you're working twice as hard as somebody else that has eyesight. You're working twice as hard and getting the same thing accomplished that they are. That should build your build your self confidence and your self respect up through the stars. Oh, for sure. You know, and 
to on top of that to take the time to build a website to help other people realize this forget about it you're over the moon as far as i'm concerned oh, oh for sure you're over the moon yeah yeah you're, you're helping yourself and you're helping others. And to me, that's tremendous. You can't ask for better than that. And I, I commend you for it, TJ. I really do. And I've, I've followed you, like I said, I followed you on the website. I've, I've, I've listened to some of the things you wrote. When I first met, when I first seen you on the website, I was like, you, you said something. <laughs> I'll never forget it. You, I forget what the question was. It was like, what, are, what is something you look forward to or something? To, and you said, it was around Thanksgiving. You said shooting a turkey. I was like, what the hell did this guy just say? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I really, I really, I'm going to do that too. And, and I want everybody to know that uh, listening to this also, um, I'm hoping with, with Jimmy's help, because Jimmy said he's going to help me. Um, I hope you guys will look forward to seeing, I'm going to start, I'm going to try to start doing a blind hunter podcast. And I'm going to talk about disabilities and hunting and all that stuff. And maybe even Jimmy would want to be a, a guest on my show. Oh, so You have no choice. I'm going to have to be a guest on your oh, show. Oh, for sure. You oh, no for choice. sure. I'm already yeah. booking myself. Yeah, for sure. So if uh, every, I hope everybody's looking forward to maybe seeing that. Um, we're going to do a Blind Hunter podcast. And then I'm also going to try to uh, – I just got to get the right equipment. I don't – I haven't necessarily had the right equipment, but I'm going to get the right camera and everything like that, and I'm going to start shooting some of my hunts. So I'll have a link on, on my website later to all my uh, – all, all my deer hunts, my duck hunts, uh, just my hunting in general. So you guys can see how I do do the hunting stuff and how I hunt and uh, how cool it is to watch a blind guy shoot something. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping people are pumped up to see that. I'll, I'll try to get that out as soon as I can. I just got to get, like I said, I just got to get the right camera and get the right video stuff so I can get some good videos of me hunting. And so I'm hoping to get that out by next year. I'm hoping to get some, hopefully starting with a, a turkey. I'm hoping to start with the spring turkey hunt. I'm really hoping to get me shooting a turkey on video and uh, posting that for everybody to watch. So. And let me just point out that even though it's called the blind hunter, this is not just set for people with disabilities, whether you're disabled or not. This is a very interesting site, and what he's got planned. Let me tell you, we we talked in depth a couple of days ago, and he's he's got plans for a podcast. Now, I usually don't help the competition, but this guy's got good plans. <laughs> he's got good plans for for a podcast, and I think his his plans, his podcasts will become one of the good ones. Yeah. And it's not just about hunting. It's not just about some people 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 take hunters, and I. This is something else where misconception. People take hunters and you think killing, killing, killing. No, it's not. Hunters take care of nature. They they yeah. They take care of animals. It's not it's not a matter of destroying animals. It's yeah. a matter of and, take it being a good steward for nature. And yeah, and, and the blind hunter is not all just about 
hunting and killing stuff. I don't want everybody to think that either. It's it's just going out camping, uh, hiking, being with your family. That's what the blind hunter is about: is knowing your limits, what you can do, and if you kill something in the in the way, that's fun, everything like that. But I want everybody to know that the blind hunter is mainly for getting people out back in the outdoors and just camping with your family and being with your family, hiking, camping. Uh, even if I mean, there's I. There's plenty of disabled people that I know that still like to go shed horn hunting. I mean, you could go out shed horn hunting. Go, go wait, look for sheds. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What's a shed okay. horn? What's a shed horn? Okay, so shed horn hunting is so people know is uh, so naturally deer and elk lose their antlers in, during a certain time of year, uh-huh. and people actually go out and just look for horns, oh. and they they collect horns, and some people sell them. Some people keep them. Uh, a lot of people normally do it so they can sell them because you can actually make decent, not a ton, but you can make decent money selling sheds. But now that makes that makes sense to me. Shed horns. I, I mean, I don't think you'd see a blind person out shed horn hunting, but <laughs> <laughs> but you still, I still, I could still go with my friends and they could pick them up and I could walk with them. So <laughs> no, when you said shed horn, I'm this. See, I was born and raised in the Bronx in New York. So when you said shed hunting, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Now I've I've gone deer hunting and bear hunting, and I've gone small game hunting. Never heard of a shed one. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it's or, kind of a new. Well, it's kind of a newer thing. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Is this like Bigfoot or something? What the hell is a shed one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. It, it like I said, I. I, you just amaze me. You and I had so much fun talking with you, and the plans that you have for this podcast, I, I'm really excited for it for you. I'm really excited for it because you're not just about disability, you're not just about uh, outdoor outdoorsmanship. You're you're about all of it combined, and to me, that's yeah. very important because there's people, like I said, and I keep on saying this, and I know it sounds repetitive. But there's people that think that they've lost the ability to enjoy the outdoors. And you're, you're showing them that they're wrong with your website. Yeah. But now yeah. with this podcast that you're coming up with, you're going to be, you're going to even more, you're going to be bringing the outdoors right to them. Yeah. And the, the, the next step, the, the next step is you're going to have to go to their house, take them by the hand and walk them into the woods. <laughs> and I, would, I would be, I would actually be more than happy to do that. If, if people wanted to contact me or anything and they want to just go with me, I would be more than happy to show them, show them around if they're close to me or, or whatever. I'd love to go. I mean, I can help. I mean, even if, even if somebody, even if somebody's kind of, you know, not wanting to go hunting, just wants to go shooting or something, and they not too sure how to handle a firearm. I, I'd be more than happy to help them. And like I said, I have people that have hunted their whole lives with me, so they could help them. And me and my cousin, me and my cousin, would be more than happy to help anybody that wants to wants to learn and get out there. That's for sure. See, now if I said that, my luck, I'd get son of Sam that call me up and say. Hey Jim, I'd like to go out in the woods with you. I have my own gun. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, another <laughs> another thing another thing, Jimmy, I forgot to tell you about too, that everybody can also go on. So my wife actually started uh people that wanna help 
people that sign up on my website, or they can actually sign up to be like a big brother, like oh, cool. people that want to. So people that want to take blind and visually impaired or disabled hunters out shooting or hunting or camping. So it's kind of like a big brother. It's not a big. It's called something else, but it's like a big brother program. You know what I mean? Yeah, very cool. So yeah, my wife started that, and I thought that was very cool. Very but cool. they can all you can find that on my website too. It's like a so if you want to sign, yeah, mentor. Sorry, mentorship. mentorship. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to sign up on my website for be, to be a mentor, that would be, uh, I would I would love for anybody to want to do that too. So if you have you know somebody that's disabled in your family that you take out hunting and you wouldn't mind someone else coming along or if you're if you don't have anybody that's disabled and you just want to help your community or help in, inspire people and just take people out that we we'd be more than willing for you to sign up on our mentorship and help help disabled people around the world to get back into hunting and camping so now let me ask you something on your website would you share story would you let uh your readers share stories with you yes absolutely if anybody wants it we have a comment section on our website if you want to drop me any comments or if you want to you got a specific question you want to answer me because that's what i'm going to basically do with my podcast is i'm going to do interviews like you do and then i'm i think i'm going to do a majority of my episodes are going to be about uh questions and answers so i'm just do a lot of q a i'm going to do a lot of answering people's questions the best I can because I think people want the knowledge how to help a blind or how to help a disabled person and I can't give them the exact knowledge on how to help a paraplegic or someone that's missing an arm or right. I can't I, I can give them my best advice but as far as the blind and visually impaired I can help people the best I can to my knowledge but I will I could take any questions about any disability and answer them to the best of my my capabilities you well, know that's what I always tell people. I'm not a doctor or a lawyer or anything. I, I'm giving advice from my past experience. That's all. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I do it because when when I first became disabled, I couldn't find anyone that had any real experience with this. I, yeah. I found a lot of well-meaning people, and their first, first bit of advice always was call a lawyer. And yeah. sometimes a lawyer is the last thing you need. So, yeah. <laughs> you know. But what you're doing, at your, what you're doing, TJ, is is helping a lot of people. And what you're gonna be doing with the podcast is gonna be helping a lot more. I look forward to that. I look forward to that. So I want to tell everybody all everything we spoke about today. All the co- all the contacts and the websites are gonna be in the show notes. And also TJ's email will be in the show notes. So if you want to contact him or ask him a question or just give him a comment, it's there. You can give it to him or you can write me. And I'll pass it along to TJ, and maybe we'll get TJ back on here, and he can answer uh, your questions before his podcast is up and running. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I'm going to tell you right now, you can look forward to me being his guest on his podcast. Awesome. Awesome. I'm really – you'll be – I'll promise you you'll be my first interview, Jimmy. I'm already booking it. I'm already booking it. Um, That's for sure. But anyway, it's been great having you on here today, TJ. I, I really thank you for all the time and the information that you shared because I'm sure you inspired some people. Some people. Hopefully you inspired a lot of people. But some if people, I touch if I touch if I touch two people, that makes my life. I if I inspire anybody, that makes me happy. So if you know, especially if anybody has any comments they wanna say, Hey, you inspired us and tell us your story tell me your story and 
like I said, if if I get your story and it's a good inspirational story, or even, even if it's just a story that you think is inspirational or whatever, I would love to maybe have you on my podcast like Jimmy had me on his. I mean, any disabilities are cool. I just got this kid in Idaho that actually he just went blind from a hunting accident also about three years ago, wow. and he shot his first deer with a rifle this year, which I, I just think it's really cool. And I wanted, I've been trying to talk to him, and I've been thinking about putting him on my my podcast because i think that's really cool I, I i want people to tell their stories and so they can inspire other people you know excellent that's my biggest thing is inspiring people so excellent oh tj again thank you for being on here today and i will definitely be talking to you very soon and i'd like to have you back on and keep you on as a as a reference for the future for questions people have about it that if i can't answer them i'll come to you Yes, for sure. If anybody has any questions, pass them along to Jimmy. And like he said, I would love to be back on the podcast again. That would be super cool. Without, I would love to do this again. If anybody has any questions, that would be awesome. Without a doubt, you'll definitely be back. I'll tell you that. All right, TJ, thank you so much for being on here today. And I'll talk to you again real soon. Okay, thank you so much, Jimmy. You have a great day. You too. I'd like to thank T.J. Cartwright for being with us today. That was some story, huh? It's amazing. Blind and hunting. The only thing I'd say is stay behind him. <laughs> hey, listen. You want to check out some cool merchandise? Go over to theblindhunter.org. He's got some really cool sweatshirts. And right now, with this weather that we're having, everyone can use a sweatshirt. But check out theblindhunter.org and go to the shops. Check out the Blind Hunter merchandise. Shirts, t-shirts. He's got baby clothes, hats. Go over there and check it out. The designs are really, really cool. And the prices are great. So check that out. Hey, I want to thank everybody for stopping by today. And I hope you enjoyed this interview with TJ. And you're probably going to hear more from him. I, matter of fact, I know you're going to hear more from him when he starts up his podcast, and you'll hear about it here. I'll let you know when he gets it started up and running, because I'm going to let you know. I'm going to be a guest. Whether he knows it or not, I'm going to be a guest on his podcast. <laughs> Anyhow, listen, things can always be worse, my friends. Just when you think it's, it's so hard, think about this. Things can always be worse. Right now, somebody somewhere is wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse. You want to make sure you check out the next episode of An Apple a Day when we have Eric Oberto. He's the actor, singer, songwriter. He was in the last episode of the Amityville Horror. He's going to discuss his vegan lifestyle with us. So you're not going to want to miss that. That's on our next episode of An Apple a Day. Again, I'd like to thank TJ Cartwright for being with us, and we'll see you next time. Have a great day, my friends. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.